Today is Monday, January the 29th, 2024, and welcome to episode 45 of Farm Wife Sexy Life with Candy Couple. My name is Julia, myself and my husband Aaron are a small homestead family in rural Southwest Virginia that work every single day on being more self-sufficient, less dependent on outside sources, working to merge frugality and homesteading. And today I want to talk about um, our pantry challenge that we are doing for January and February just as a check-in and as another way to get this information out there and kind of help inspire and you know really to inspire you to think outside the box look at your pantry and figure out something that you can make without having to spend a lot of money on food so pantry challenge we're doing the hashtag three rivers pantry challenge and i have to say we are we're really making a lot of really good strides in what i wanted to do with this pantry challenge so one of the things i wanted to do is i wanted to save money um we are like not totally not going to the grocery store somebody who is constantly making sure they build a working pantry and they're doing it off of sales and i'm being realistic I, I'm a realistic pantry builder. I'm not one of those people that's like, oh my gosh, I'm only going to buy from here. We're not going to buy from anywhere else. I'm, I'm shopping sales. I'm shopping sales. I'm shopping items that we eat, that we have on hand, and I'm going to be real with you. I actually had a comment from one of our videos that you all are just so real and you use real food and I really appreciate that. You know what? That is me. That is us. I am not one of those moms who's going to be like, yeah, we use all these really fancy ingredients and, you know, I'm trying to get to whole ingredients and trying to be basic and simple, but I know the struggles, especially when everything that you see is processed and it's not whole or real. So, while I'm trying to get there, you all are going with me on this journey. And one of the goals here was to make sure that we keep our grocery budget for January under $100. February, under $100. Our grocery budget for the month, this includes stockpiling, is $300. Um, going forward, we're hoping to do $3,600 for the year in groceries and food. That includes stockpiling. I build it into my budget. Build it into our grocery budget, especially the stockpiling. That's the big thing for me because I try to only buy stockpiling foods. <laughs> I try to build my meals around things I already have on hand. We also have a little one. She requires milk and, you know, like I said, we buy things when they go on sale. So, how, that's how we're doing. That's what we're doing a little bit different. Um, and one of my really big goals here was to get rid of a lot of the older processed foods that we had on hand. And I had a whole shelf, actually more than a whole shelf, full of these foods that I wanted to try to eat up a lot of. And we've actually been doing it. I feel really good about it. I'm seeing this shelf go, go way, way down. And I'm feeling so inspired and good about this because this gives me room to readjust those pantry shelves a bit. Um... And I'm starting to see some really big changes. But but we're not just eating like all old processed foods. We are eating really good foods for a single ingredient a lot of times in what we're having. Um, but we are, have a lot that we're still working through. I really 
I've, I've used a lot of cans, I've used a lot of tomatoes, but I've not really touched any this year. Like anything I put away last year, which is good. That is actually my goal <laughs> whenever I do these. I'm trying to use up my older stores, but I really want to make sure I'm always a year ahead on a lot of my canned goods, especially things like tomatoes, because we do use so many. And where we have got to the point in our gardening that we are actually preserving our own tomatoes rather than buying them. And we've been doing this for two years now where I'm preserving my own, you know, homegrown tomatoes versus buying them. I really want to make sure I'm staying a year ahead and not getting behind because if I get behind, I'm going to have to go buy because we really do use them. Um, if you've watched my videos, you know, like, man, I use up the, uh, the tomato products. That's what we like. It's what we enjoy eating. So, um, I'm making some really great strides and using up some old tomatoes um, and some other items that we had on hand, using up just a lot of things. And also the fresh produce that we still have. Potatoes and squashes. I mean, my word, I'm still eating up on these and using them. And I we've barely made a dent in these squashes, y'all. Like, we have barely made a dent. I'm going to have to start, I'm going to have to pull out the dehydrator and the freeze dryer. I'm going to have to pull out both dehydrators. That's how many we have and how many I really need to get put away um, for long-term storage because I just don't see how we're going to eat all these before they go bad. <laughs> I mean, we are, I, I use six little ones and, and they turned out really good this time. Man, we are still have so many we have to work through. I'd say we probably are down to... If I combine them, we're probably down to three totes out of seven. And that's since we pulled them off last fall and we've been eating them consistently. And I did put away all the pumpkin. All the pumpkin got put away. Most of the pumpkin. I still have a few really big pumpkin that I haven't gotten to. Uh, but one of the things I have noticed in, you know, our pantry challenge is I've got some gaping holes. And I noticed this back in June when I did this last year. Because it was a small one. It was a small pantry challenge that we did. And we only spent like 65 bucks the entire month. I felt really good about that. January we only spent $75, $76. Which I feel amazing about. I knew it was going to be really close because of what we had. And I had stockpiled up on some things. And one of the items was bacon. It was actually pretty expensive at $7 a pack. But it was actually cheaper per ounce versus the cheaper bacon that I was looking to get two packs of. It was like 11 to 13 cents cheaper to get the really good bacon versus the uh, cheaper, not so good bacon if you did the per ounce. So we just went ahead and got the better bacon. But I'm seeing some really big holes. And I know I've got to find ways to fill these. So one of them is celery. We actually really like celery and I like adding celery to a lot of soups. Um, if I would have had celery, I would have added it this week. I did a wild rice and turkey soup that hasn't dropped yet, but it will on Wednesday. And I would have definitely added celery there. Any potato soups that I do, because we don't eat onion, I would add celery to. Um, we really just love celery in food, especially when it's cooked. Aaron loves it anyway he can get it. He loves it raw. He loves it cooked. I mean, he's not a huge onion person, but he is a huge celery person. So me putting celery in any dish is going to, you know, he would be thrilled. 
So I've really got to, the, well, last year we meant to get plants. This year we have to get several plants. I have got to put away enough celery for us to have in soups and everything throughout the year because we really do eat them. So I need to make sure that I've got some celery plants so we're really harvesting that pretty heavy to get a very good crop. Um, carrots. I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to grow enough carrots for us to eat. Not, not in our reality because we love love carrots. I mean, it is one of our favorites and I would really like to have a good stock of freeze dried carrots for soups. I don't think I want them canned because I've heard when you can them, it turns them the texture weird and I can see that. I can see it turning the texture to mush um, and odd and I don't think I would like that, but definitely to have them freeze dried and dehydrated enough that I could throw a quart jar of freeze-dried carrots into a soup, that would be enough to satiate my need for carrots because I'm the one who loves carrots. So for celery, carrots, and a soup together, any soup, to me, that's, that's golden. It goes in everything. And it's just one of those things I feel like we're just missing in our, in our preps. Snacks. Um, we had enough snacks. For this first month. <laughs> we we should have enough snacks to get us through the second month. But I'm starting to see that if I'm going to go more whole foods, basic cooking, I'm going to have to find snack recipes. And I really need to try to find something that Isabel will enjoy and eat. That's some of the struggle I'm having. She is in that toddler stage where one day we will eat the meal. One day we will eat the meal for three weeks. And then the next day, oh no, we don't like this at all, period. Nope, this is not what we want to eat um, at all. So we're at that stage where she's doing better because instead of trying to, you know, feed her things that I think she wants, I'm feeding her what we eat every meal. Um, and that's working out pretty good for the most part. Sometimes she'll eat it. Sometimes she won't. She'll eat it today. She won't eat it tomorrow. So we're, we're just trying to work through that. But snacks are something that I know I'm going to struggle with. Especially savory. And Heron likes hot snacks. He really does. He likes the heat. He likes a hot chip. Um, so I'm going to have to figure out how can I make him like some... You know, like a chili, like chili lime is, is a flavor that we really enjoy. And I, I, we've talked about it and looked at it, but I really need to find like a seasoning that I could put on like tortillas or something that he would really, really enjoy because that is something that he does, does like homemade check mix, something like that, that has that kind of seasoning on it. He would enjoy and another thing I'm seeing in a gap for us is strawberries, freeze-dried strawberries in particular. So with Isabel, we're also in the stage where we do not want to get our hands dirty, like at all. We will holler to wipe our hands off if they get dirty. So that means a fresh strawberry is absolutely out of the question. Um, bananas, we will eat them for one week, then we will stop eating them for a month until we decide to try them again and then she'll eat them for three weeks and stop eating them again for two months. Um, but, but freeze-dried strawberries are a snack she will consistently eat. And I'm noticing that I'm going to be freeze-drying a lot 
have strawberries this summer. Um, I've already talked to Aaron. We've already looked at it. We're going to have to build this into our homestead budget because I'm going to need at least three quarts. And this is be very sparing on how many strawberries. Like, we don't just let her have, like, the whole thing because they're too, they're expensive. Like, we are rationing out the strawberries to make them last at any given time. Um, I'm thinking I need three to four quarts per per month um and i don't know if i can actually freeze dry that many um and i also am seeing that my strawberry patch that we're going to be doing here isn't going to be enough i you know i saw that when we first started this like okay this is our first in ground patch we're going to see how it works but i think i'm going to need multiple patches throughout the property that are going to be you know deer proofed and um small animal proofed but handy for me to get to and we'll grow the strawberries that we're going to need throughout the years um as we continue to you know grow and learn because not only will she eat the strawberries um Aaron loves strawberry preserves he absolutely loves the strawberry jam super easy can put it together takes hardly any time to can it um so that's definitely one of the things that I'll be looking at um but I can definitely tell it's a gap it's a big gap for me on our property. So working through that. Now I'm finding that I, I'm really good in some places, but I know I need to preserve more next year, like canned apples. I need to preserve twice as many canned apples as I did this year, next year. We really like apple oatmeal. Kind of holding back on us eating a lot more apple oatmeal because Isabel is really liking them as an applesauce. Um, so I'm trying to make sure I don't you know, I have enough for me to use for cooking, but we also have enough to use for like her snacking, like for applesauce and items like that. So I'm really trying to take all these things into account that I'm seeing in this first month and in the next month. So definitely have some gaps we got to work on. Now, how did I prep for a pantry challenge? So if you're new to a pantry challenge, you know, you can do it any way you want to. But you definitely have to take the time and do the prep work. And for me, the prep work was really knowing what I had. So I had set up my pantries and organized them. And I, I just kind of put them in general places. I thought it would work. Worked with it for a couple months and realized that my pantry really was not working for me. So I went through, pulled everything out and reorganized. And I've got to say, my pantry is really flowing for me now. It really is. There's a few things I'd like to change up and move around a bit. But for the most part, it is really, really flowing for me really easy. And I'm, I'm enjoying working in my pantry. And I got my, that was my upstairs pantry. I got that organized. Also kind of looked and took account of what I had in our overflow storage area. So I would know what pantry items we had down there and what we needed to use up and made sure all the newer stuff went towards the back, all the older stuff towards the front. So we are constantly in rotation. That is something I'm going to have to continuously do, especially as I do more canning projects more and more and um, pull that through. So, and I also took stock of what was in our freezers. Um, I really looked at what was in our outdoor freezer and our inside freezer. So, I would have an idea of what I needed to use up, you know, now, later. Um, 
especially with like meat and items like that and also some vegetables. I have some vegetables I need to freeze dry. I'm kind of holding off because our electric bill's been kind of high. So I know as soon as I start this process, it's going to go up again. But once, you know, we can turn off the air conditioning unit, I'll be able to run that freeze dryer before it starts to get really hot. I mean, I'm planning on running that thing non-stop with like a day break between whenever it's kind of in that optimal temperature so I could really run that thing and get a lot of that stuff cleaned out of our freezer because I just want to make sure we're being as cost effective as we can with our electric bill. So been looking at that, took all the stock of all that, but I'm also trying to use some of it too. So, but I put my priority on getting rid of a lot of our fresh stuff. So that is the potatoes. I knew I needed to use this up. So I'm trying to make sure I use up as many of those potatoes as I can. Um, all of them is my goal by the end of February, which I'll feel really good about. If I can get all those potatoes used up by February, then I have some in the freezer. We'll start using those up as well. And then also those squashes. I know I need to eat them, put them away. We've got to do something with them because we have just so many and I've not even gotten to the big things yet because I know like the big ones <laughs> that are hard they're going to be they're uh, I'm, I'm hesitant to start because once I start they're going to be such a pain in the butt <laughs> there'll be such pain in the butt to start actually breaking down and it kind of makes me want to cry a little bit because some of these squashes, and this is what you want. You want a squash that's hard. You want that, for, especially for long-term preserving. Like the harder it is, the better. But man, I have not found the way to cut through these things without feeling like it's taking me a day and a half to get through one. Um, I did one, two the other day. That I just was cutting in half and scooping out the insides and I, I almost gave up I was like I'm stoned this thing in the oven I, I really did almost was like I am so done with this because it's so they're just some of them are so hard there was one that I did when we first um when we first pulled them out I don't know what kind of a squash it was I have no idea they taste amazing but my word, it is one of the hardest flesh squash I have ever tried to cut. I felt like my arms were breaking trying to cut this thing through. And I'm using good knives. Like, I'm not using cheap knives. I'm using good knives. I'm using old knives. The old silver ones that your mamma probably had. Or your great mamma had. Those things, the little ones, the big ones, I have them in every single size. I've got the really good knives Aaron got me that I'm scared to use because I almost took my finger off. I have them all. I can't get through this thing. I, I mean, even a butcher cleaver wasn't taking it out. So, I've, I've not found a good way to do it. So, I've kind of been hesitant to mess with those. But, I've been using a lot of the Trombuccino. They are the ones that are going to go bad first. So, I've been using those up much to his pleasure. They're not his favorite squash. He could eat them, but I think he'd rather have them in baking. And that is something I am seeing myself. So, those will be something that I will probably, going forward, just go ahead and put away for baking purposes. Versus trying to keep them, you know, like I'll make those into, you know, like shred them up real fine. So, I can shred them up into a puree. And that 
that tend to be how I preserve those. But I'm definitely looking at everything and when do I want to use it and what order do I want to use it by. That's how I really prepped for this thing and how I feel like it's really helped me succeed. So for me, it was, I really want to use up all of our fresh stuff. I don't want it to go bad. We've let stuff go bad before. I don't want it to go bad. I'm trying to be on top of my stuff, especially now. I don't want to let food go to waste. So I'm going to use it up. Really be careful. Really be thoughtful, mindful here. I also want to use up a lot of these old preservative, you know, leaded foods that I can't bring myself to throw away, but I want to try to really knock these down and use these up. I really want to get through this. Um, so that's kind of how I went into this and looked at it. And I feel like I I could be more set up for success if I wanted to be. I mean, the only thing, like, if I could find a way to have more dairy on hand that is shelf-stable. So if I have more ghee, which, you know, hopefully by next year I'll have more ghee. Um, because that will be something that's going to be built on our budget this year. We're going to be taking a couple of dollars, getting milk to make ghee, to make ricotta, because those are things I like to have on hand. I definitely want to have that freeze-dried for the ricotta. The ghee can be shelf-stable. So I'm really looking at how I want to set this up for the future so I don't have to spend as much money at the grocery store during these months, but also going forward, I'd rather pay today's prices than tomorrow's because I have a feeling tomorrow's prices are just going to keep going up. So if you're doing a pantry challenge, I would love to hear how's it going for you. Are you going by any rules? Are you still going to the grocery store? Are you still stockpiling the items when they come on sale? Because I'm telling you now, if I saw 39 cent turkeys in my grocery store, you better bet I'd be going to spend 50, 60 bucks. <laughs> I would definitely be buying like 10 of those things. I've already told Aaron. Um, if they go back on sale for that cheap, we're, we're getting several, not just three. <laughs> we're going to fill up some freezers um, and probably some jars for canning. So I definitely think um, that it, it makes so much more sense. But I understand why people feel the need to have a no spin just feel like you're missing out whenever there's a really, really good deal like that. And, and in this economy, for me, I don't feel like I can miss out on those good deals. But I'd love to hear what you're doing if you are. And if this inspired you to look at your pantry and be like, you know what? I could probably do a pantry challenge for a week or two and uh, get rid of some stuff that I need to get rid of. That's, that's really one of the, my main focuses this year is to get rid of some stuff that just needs to be gone. And uh, what did you do to prep if you are doing one? Did you actually do an inventory list? Or are you just going by the seat of your pants, which is also really cool. And I, I admire you. I'm just not built to do that. And um, if you have any questions, comments, you can email me at thecandycouple at yahoo.com. And as always, thank you for joining us on Farm Wife Sexy Life, where we work hard with the candy couple, where we work hard, live simple, and enjoy life. Have a wonderful day.